Hello, my name is Meg. Welcome to the Unedited Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. The goal of this podcast is to help you both develop and enjoy the habit of daily Bible reading and prayer. About 20 years ago, at a very low spot in my life, I was convicted to begin this simple discipline, and I looked up years down the road to see how God had used this habit to heal deep places in my heart and do incredible things in my life. And so over the years, it's really become my greatest passion to help others get to know Jesus through His Word and through His presence. Through this podcast, I'm hoping to help you see the Word of God with fresh eyes, to learn to slow down with your Bible, and ultimately to fall in love with Jesus and to fall in love with your Bible. So thank you so much for joining me today. I am so, so grateful that you are here. Thank you again so much for being here. I am so excited about that. If you are in the United States, I hope you had an incredible Thanksgiving yesterday, celebrating all there is to be grateful for. And I hope today is not a Black Friday, but that it's a bright Friday and you are enjoying um, some time with friends or family or maybe just with Jesus and that it is a beautiful, beautiful day. I want to mention just a couple things before we get into today's episode Number one, um, I know last week I believe I had mentioned that I was going to post an interview today with Sister Pat Vick on fasting, and I am very excited to post that, but I just sort of felt a a very, I should say I didn't sort of feel, I really strongly felt redirected to talk today about overcoming overwhelm, and so I'm going to be sharing her episode in the new year. I feel that that is going to be a time of maximum impact where Um, we can hear a message about fasting going into the new year. Fasting is such a key spiritual discipline, and she had a lot of really incredible things to share. So stay tuned for that. Number two, um, my friend Dakota Campbell, who was on a previous episode where we talked about journaling, is in the process of publishing a book. It will be available in the next week or two, and I want you guys to keep your eyes posted for that. It actually is called perfecting the art of the poor and in today's episode as I was um, typing it up earlier I wrote it a few years ago but that little line is in there and so I just want to put in a shameless pitch for her little devotional that she has um, poured herself into it is about allowing God to pour into you and pouring out to God and I believe it's going to be a blessing to everyone who reads it and so just stay tuned for more details on that Thanks again for being here. Today I have just felt so strongly and actually all week I have felt so strongly to talk about overcoming overwhelm. We live in a day and age where many aspects of life can be overwhelming and each one of us can experience overwhelm and it could be emotional overwhelm, it could be overwhelm with our schedule. Maybe we've been in a trial, some sort of trial for a very long time and we just feel overwhelmed. There can be so many reasons that we feel overwhelmed. Maybe we have financial pressure, financial strain, life pressures, just maybe parenting pressures or marital pressures. I really do believe that as we approach and we are in the last days, that overwhelm is going to be increasing and pressure is going to mount. And it is incumbent upon each one of us as Christians, as disciples of Jesus, to learn how to deal with it, to learn how to process through overwhelm, and to overcome overwhelm. We're all going to face it at some point, but we can deal with it, and we can be overcomers. 
when the voices and the feelings and the pressures of overwhelm want to overtake us. And I will tell you, I have certainly um, in my own life faced a lot of overwhelming emotions and overwhelming scenarios. And I just want to share a couple of thoughts today on overcoming overwhelm. This is nothing new. A lot of these are things I've talked about on the podcast before. But again, these are just keys that I have discovered. And probably the key scripture that has been coming to my mind all week, literally on repeat every single day, is what David wrote in Psalm 61 when he said, When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And when we are overwhelmed, no matter why we're overwhelmed, we just have to get to the one who is the rock. He is the only thing that is unshakable in a shaking world. And we have to cling to him, get a hold of him. And so much of how we do that is through the word of God. And so that is my first point today. When you're overwhelmed, get into the word. Find a scripture that you can pitch your tent on. Find a passage that you can recite. Cling to it. Hold it. It says in the word, great peace have they that love thy law. And in another place it says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. There is something so powerful about the word of God as it relates to overcoming overwhelm. God's word brings peace. And so if you are feeling overwhelmed, whether in a small way or in some great catastrophic way, get into the word. Number two, get into his presence. Again, like I said, this is nothing new. I probably talk about this on every single episode, but I love how David wrote in Psalm 27 and said, in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. And in Psalm 91, he wrote, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. I've been reading Psalm 46 quite a lot lately, and I love how it says God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. And when we are feeling overwhelmed, with the cares and the worries and the frustrations and the duties of life, we have a refuge. We have a place that we can run and hide, and it is his presence. And that's how we get to the rock. When we're overwhelmed, that is how we get to the rock. We get into his word, and we get into his presence. And I would recommend in the middle of an overwhelming day or an overwhelming season, just take little breaks throughout your day, maybe one minute breaks, two minute breaks, five minute breaks. And just when those those emotions start to well overwhelm you and and, um, overcome your mind, just get alone, get into his presence, even if it's just for a moment or two to talk to him. Number three, when you're alone with him, and this might be a little hard to do in, in quote unquote breaks and in one minute and two minute slots, but pour out your heart before him. Don't stay bottled up. Tell him every single last shred of what you're feeling, what you're dealing with, every aspect of your current season and the things that are 
piling up and giving you those overwhelmed feelings. Don't leave anything hidden. In Psalm 142, David said, I cried unto the Lord with my voice, with my voice unto the Lord did I make my supplication. I poured out my complaint before him. I showed before him all my trouble. When my spirit was overwhelmed within me, then thou knewest my path. And when we just pour out all the deep things of our souls, our hearts, our season, our situation before God, we're reminded that he knows where we are. He knows the way that we take. And pouring out our hearts before him is such a massive key to overwhelm. More about that in the unedited journal entry today. Number four, shut out other voices. And I really do feel this is so important. When we are feeling overwhelmed, again, by the cares and pressures of life, we have to shut down social media. We have to shut down news. We have to shut down talk shows and Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime and the TV and all the other things that bring negative and heavy voices into our lives. Or maybe they just bring comparison into our lives. Satan is the prince of the power of the air. That's what the Bible tells us. And there is so much noise occupying the airwaves. And I do believe it is a major tactic that he has used to just bring this constant influx of noise and voices into our days and into our lives. And it feeds that sense of overwhelm, whether it's all the dark and fearful things going on around the world, or again, whether it's just comparison and jealousy and other things that can come from social media. He is a master of sabotaging our peace. And we have to be the one to set boundaries with all of these avenues and shut down other voices. Number five, accept, accept, expect supernatural strength. Joy is supernatural fruit of the spirit. And joy is strength that comes into our lives when we are full of the Holy Ghost and when we choose it. God gave us his spirit to help us overcome and he wants to give us joy in the middle of any and every circumstance. As we walk this road to heaven, joy is the fuel in our tank. Nehemiah wrote and said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And we have got to expect that God wants to inject joy into our hours, our days, our months, our years. And the Bible tells us that the kingdom of God is love, joy, peace in the Holy Ghost. And so expect supernatural strength. When you get into the word of God, when you get into the presence of God, when you pour out your heart before him and you shut off all the negative voices, expect that God is going to fuel your life with strength that comes from the joy that is from his spirit. Expect it. Number six, gratitude. We talked last week. If you had a chance to listen to last week, uh, week's episode about gratitude, gratitude is so, so powerful. I have been blown away by the research for the power of gratitude. It is so fascinating, and I'm not going to spend a lot of the time elaborating on it here. But when you're feeling overwhelmed, just look for four or five, maybe ten things that you have to be thankful for. It really does help. And it helps bring perspective, which is my seventh point. Perspective is a massive, massive tool in overcoming overwhelm. Think of others. When we're overwhelmed, many times it's because our eyes and our focus are inward. They're on us. They're on our situation. 
They might be on our lack, our issues, our needs, but perspective helps us to think on the things of others, like the Apostle Paul wrote in Galatians, um, look not every man on his own things, but look everyone also on the needs of others. And so those are just some very simple points today. Nothing earth-shattering, nothing really new, but truly things that I have found in my own life to help in overwhelming season. And I know that we're going into the holiday season where not only are we carrying all the weight of life and the pressures of daily duties, but then we pile many, many other obligations and scheduling um, things into our calendar and the overwhelm can become even more overwhelming. And so I felt just going into the Christmas season that it is so important for us to talk about this. And remember the words of David, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. God is still our foundation. He is the sure foundation in this shaking world. Today I'm going to read an unedited journal entry called Pour Out Your Heart. Very simple, really ties in with my point about pouring out your heart before the Lord. But I just felt that this was a good reminder for each of us today. And so today's unedited journal entry, Pour Out Your Heart. Psalm 142 verse 2. I poured out my complaint before him. I showed before him my trouble. I know there are a number of keys to longevity and endurance in the Christian life, but I am convinced one of the key keys is for each of us to learn how to pour out our hearts before the Lord. Learning to be vulnerable and broken before God is an invaluable gift to both God and ourselves. Tears and groans and cries and allowing the Spirit to make intercession with groanings which cannot be uttered are prayers and they are keys to making it all the way to heaven. Prayers that won't win prizes for oratory but simply reveal the depths of our hearts and our emotions have powerful effects in our lives. Pouring at our heart before the Lord displays dependence, weakness, and trust keeps internal struggles from becoming toxic, as they will if they remained bottled up, helps process through the emotions of life, resentment, anger, unworthiness, and more, refreshes our souls when everything that was in is out, allows us to recognize deception and lies as we say them out loud, knits our heart to the heart of God as only this level of deep honesty and sharing can and facilitates repentance with godly sorrow. If we are going to make it all the way to the other side, we must learn the fine art of pouring our hearts out before him. Run to him at every faint glimmer of need. He is drawn to dependence, vulnerability, and humility. God has designed vulnerable prayer as an exhaust system for the human heart. All living things take in, put out. This habit of pouring is a lifeline. And if you are feeling overwhelmed, maybe just today or maybe in this season, remember the keys that we talked about today to overcoming overwhelm. First of all, his word. Number two, his presence. Number three, pouring our hearts out before him. 
Number four, shutting off other voices that really could be contributing to that sense of overwhelm in our lives. Number five, expect supernatural strength in the form of joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Number six, gratitude. You know, I've seen joy as a life preserver that helps us float and rise above the waves of the storms of life. So joy is a life preserver, but really I've come to see gratitude as the air compressor that blows that life preserver up. Gratitude enables our joy, and joy is our strength. Joy is what's going to help us endure to the end. It tells us in Hebrews that Jesus endured the cross, despising the shame, but for the joy, it says for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. And joy is fueled by gratitude. And joy is going to help us make it all the way to the other side. And then number seven, perspective. Look at others. Look at other situations and maybe even look for ways to serve them. And I know that seems so counterintuitive to add something to your calendar by serving someone else. But overwhelm can be very crippling. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, you would probably be shocked, as I have been so many times when I take time to serve someone else that God actually uses it to help lift my spirits and pull me out of that downward spiral. And so just a few random tips on overcoming overwhelm today. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And thank you so, so much for joining me for this journey. I look forward to meeting up with you again next Friday. If you have questions or to download a typed or a handwritten transcript of today's entry, you can visit meganedited.com. For now, go grab your journal and your Bible. I so look forward to the power of this habit in your life. This is unedited. This is for you. Happy, 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 amazing Friday.